everyone. Welcome back to a special episode here at the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as TIFA Project for short. You can learn more about our podcast at our website, tfawproject.com. That's tifaproject.com. And before I get ahead of myself, because I'm just waking up right now, as well as Nani, let me bring on Nani Dominguez, our amazing co-host and kind of the backbone to our newsletter and our community. So Nani, welcome back. Thank you for that thorough introduction. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, happy so, to be here. Yes. Yes. And even though we are recording this a week before Thanksgiving, we wanted to make sure we had an episode available for Thanksgiving. So at the time you all are listening to this, we want to say happy Thanksgiving. Yes, also, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yes. And also to support our indigenous people who were here before the pilgrims slayed everyone. We also want to recognize Thanksgiving as indigenous day and, you know, remember all the lives that I don't mean to laugh about this. I'm so waking up and remember what Thanksgiving was like before the pilgrims came. So let's acknowledge that as well. And if anyone doesn't know, Thanksgiving tends to be a day of grief for our Native Americans. And so if you don't know about that, I highly encourage you to look into it. So it's very important to highlight that as well and recognize that, you know, this is a, it's a special time, but it's also a time of grief for some people. So I thought I'd kind of toss that out there and make sure, you know, we're being inclusive in that. I don't know if you knew that, Nani, I found this out like two years ago actually. And it was really like, it took me aback to realize what Thanksgiving really meant to the Native Americans. Yeah, no, I am just learning about that too and haven't actually explored it too much. I just, you know, have seen people online talking about basically saying like, why would you want to celebrate a day like this? I mean, for me, it's obviously not attached to that meaning. It's just Mm -hmm. a time of the year where, you know, I always see it as an opportunity to get to see my family and, you know, for the family to get together. It's an excuse basically for us to put away or spend some quality time together. So I also know that this year, especially that is hard on many families that Mm -hmm. are deciding not to get together because of the new rising cases of COVID and all the things that come along with that. So for all of us who had to miss out on our family gatherings this year, I feel you and it sucks, but we have to just, you know, buckle down and get through this so that we don't continue to prolong it because it's not going to go away if we continue to act like it's not a thing. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's just me talking to myself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's one thing I want to share with our listeners is, you know, one thing that's really important to me about the show, you know, as our show grows and as we get more feedback and listenership, I start to think more about what the show is really about. And I would like to believe that the show is really just a mirror for you to look inward, you know, to find yourself in our stories and in what we're sharing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not our place to tell you what to do, how to be, how to show up. In starting this project, I started it because I hated how people told me who to be, you know, saying I wasn't Filipino enough, saying that, you know, I should know my three dialects, (laughs) you know, from the motherland. Like, and I wanted to believe that there were Filipino American women who could come as they are and you know, celebrate that. And so I appreciate you, Nani, thinking out loud because I know that some people will see themselves and what you are sharing. I mean, this is a really complicated time right now. And I do believe here in Virginia, our governor was talking about like, hey, limit the number of people you have at your Thanksgiving party, like make sure it's under like seven people or something like that. I don't have the exact numbers, but 
you just think about like, of course, we can look at the silver lining. We can look at the positive side of all this, but it is also important to recognize how much loss we've had this year. You know, like summer was taken away from us, like a lot of festivals, a lot of like extroverted events were taken away from us. You know, the ability to just like go out. And even for me, I used to just take myself out and get coffee by myself, you know, or like eat out by myself. And now it's like, it just feels really awkward to do that. Yeah. It's, It's like, there's so much to think about even just before you step out of the house. And so we don't mean to start this episode grim, but you know, we are very raw and real usually when we have these conversations, especially when it's just Nani and I, and yeah, I guess that's just where our conversation went. Nani is <laughs> just talking about the realities of what's been going on lately. Yeah, no, I appreciate that visual though of the mirror. I think that mm-hmm. that is so symbolic. Yeah. So usually when Nani and I do these, it's really about just having that candid conversation about whatever comes to mind. We do have a little agenda today. And before I get into that, though, I want to remind everyone that if you feel moved or compelled to reach out to us because of this episode today, especially in this time, we want you to know that we're here for you. Although we are, you know, kind of slowing it down. Actually, fun fact, we talk often about setting healthy social media boundaries. But this last week, I have been doing something fun. Usually like five or 10 minutes before one of my meetings, I go on Instagram Live. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, in our feed. And so what I do is I'm just on there for about like five minutes or so. And sometimes we have like a handful of people join and say hello. And I use that time to just express gratitude and love to everyone. I'd say, hey, if you're watching this, like, I don't know what you're supposed to be doing, but I'm sure glad you're here. And I just want to remind you that you're loved, you're beautiful, and I hope you have a great day. And, you know, share with me, like, you know, what's a mantra that's getting you through the day today? And so that's been kind of fun for me to just like hop on (laughs) in our Instagram live community and just do that. But that's one thing. I don't know what it is. I think because the holidays are coming up, I want to be proactive with building community and connection or at least maintaining it and kind of adding more fuel to that fire of like, you know, I want to be deep in my community. And so that's been fun to do. But if you want a more likelier chance for us to respond to you or for you to get a hold of us, we do have a phone number that is 415-484-TFAW or the number is 8329. So again, that's 415-484-8329. And we'd love to hear from you. Like, just let us know how you're doing. Are you bummed that you can't see family? Are you excited? Because maybe you jumped through the hoops and managed to be able to, you know, take a plane to go see your family. I know that some people are doing that anyway. You know, they're getting their COVID test and, you know, willing to wear the mask to, you know, fly out to see their family. But let us know. We want to hear from you and we want you to know that you're part of our family and, you know, just reach out. (laughs) Like we love to hear from you from on that end. That was beautifully said. Like I said earlier this year, Thanksgiving probably looks a lot different than it normally does for a lot of us. So yeah, we're here if you need us or if you get lonely. And I love that you have been hopping on IG live (laughs) and kind of reviving our community over there. And speaking to them directly, letting them see you. Yeah. And hopefully I will be joining you on one of these days. <laughs> yeah. Just like like last time I like texted you last minute, I'm going on live. <laughs> and you were like, I'm oh, just shit, I up. just woke up, like <laughs> yeah. just rolled out of bed. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's fun. You know, one of the goals that, and, and we, we're going to talk about this later, but I'll just give a little hint is, you know, really focusing more on building community through our show and with our listener base. 
Speaking of that, in the meantime, our primary focus to build community is through our mailing list. And so we had a recent newsletter that just came out, Nani, and I'm really excited about it because you're getting more in-depth with like listing the politics, not just in America, but in the Philippines. And, you know, also just incorporating, you know, just more like love letters is what I call it from you, like just checking in with everyone. And so do you want to talk a little bit about like how your newsletter nests? <laughs> I don't know what has like, how, how has your experience been with the newsletter so far? And kind of share with our listeners, like what your intent has been so far, um, you know, in drafting the newsletters. Well, how I would like it to be eventually in the future when we build it up more and you guys become more engaged is to use it as a place of engagement with you guys, with the community. So the same way that I used to talk to you guys on Instagram, whether it was through DMs or reposting things on your stories or commenting on your posts or sharing your posts. If I already said that, I don't know why I'm <laughs> going into we're, so much We're detail. still waking up. <laughs> Please forgive me. I'm still waking up. But all the different ways that I used to interact with you on Instagram, I now intend or would like to do that through the newsletter. And so that's kind of my goal or purpose that I have in mind when I'm writing those opening messages to you guys in those newsletters, as well as just wanting to keep you guys informed, which is why I try to include the news or at least, you know, big things that happen. But going forward, I'm going to make that more of a staple in the newsletter. So there's all kinds of things that I throw in there, including like resources that we find from within the community, which is also an opportunity for any of you guys. If you have a piece of work that you'd like to feature for the community or a tool or a webinar or just any kind of resource that you think would be benefiting the community during this time or you think is relevant to what's going on, we'd be happy to share it. So again, sign up to receive those so that you can I always try to include like some kind of prompt for you guys to interact with us to give you that option if you'd like to, just so you know that we're there and we're reachable. But yeah, just subscribe so that <laughs> you can see all the fun stuff that I put in there. <laughs> yeah. And it's been great. I mean, at the time of this recording, we have over 200 subscribers. I remember when we first started, it was like 50, like maybe 50, but that was only because I added like our past guest. <laughs> Yeah. So it's really cool that people have taken to heart, like, you know, us encouraging them to sign up for the newsletter. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, like the number is arbitrary, but it is nice to use it as a measurement to see like the growth of our community. So, yeah, you know, sure. to everyone who's signed up to our newsletter, thank you so much. And, you know, people do reply sometimes. And so thank you for engaging with us. And sometimes we get tagged on Instagram by a couple of our listeners, you know, saying like, wow, this is like the newsletter I go to. I appreciate all the updates and the news. It really helps me stay up to date with things. And so even if you don't subscribe, you could still see it for free. Or I mean, it is free, I mean, to begin with, but you can <laughs> peek in on yeah. Facebook and Twitter because usually when we send out the newsletter, it also automatically gets posted on there. So if you're not ready to subscribe, you can check it out in that way because we still see the analytics anyway. Like we know people are viewing it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't say that you're viewing it, but we are still able to track it in that way. So we know that it's worth posting up there. But yeah, it's just great. And, you know, Nani, I can't thank you enough for, you know, running with that. Because honestly, if I were to run with that, like I would not put as much heart into it because I'm so focused on the production of the show that I probably would just be like, okay, here's what's going on today. Okay, bye. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's great that you're able to transfer what you were doing on Instagram onto the newsletter. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was, I think, in a nutshell, what I was trying to say. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and shift gears just to kind of plan ahead here for our listeners. I want to actually take a time to talk about analytics because we haven't talked about it in a very long time. I think the last time I really got into it was at the end of season one. So we have a lot of exciting updates since then. And then toward the end, we will talk about, we'll get into listener engagement and some of your comments and feedback. And then lastly, we'll wrap up with expressing thanks. I have a list of things that I want to share what I'm grateful for. And I hope, again, you all can contact us via text or email or social media and let us know what you're grateful for. And so we're going to do that. And then we're going to wrap up with, you know, some teasers on what to look forward to on the show. So Nani, are you ready to dive into the analytics? I am ready. Let's Let's do it. (laughs) Yes. Okay, cool. So I want to start off with, so for season two, we had decided to transfer our show from one web hosting platform to now Captivate.fm, which is actually one of our sponsors. If you're looking to create a website or you're looking to create a podcast show and don't want to go through the hassle of creating a website, I've absolutely loved our website. I noticed that a lot of our analytics, we have people visiting the website and I just love how user-friendly it is how it's easy to share the episodes on there. And, you know, I find that with other people's podcast shows, very often people are like, oh, how do I share my episode? You know, how do I share my show? But like a lot of people, they'll share the direct link to, let's say, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But if your people don't listen on those platforms, because even till this day, 10 plus years later of podcasting having existed, some people don't know what podcasting is still you know, crazy to believe, but it's true. Some people are like, what's podcasting? And so for us to have a website that people can go to, it's like, oh, I know what a website is. And so it's great to have been able to make that transfer since then. I appreciate kind of the simplicity of the website and how accessible it is. Cause I think that's what you're trying to explain here for people that, you know, don't already take the initiative to go into the podcasting apps Mm -hmm. or like download them or look into them. A website is a much easier way to digest, you know, our, the show. So yeah, I think that's all you were trying to say. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. Okay, cool. So fun fact is that when we had left the other web hosting platform, which I'm not going to mention because they're no longer a sponsor and we're not there anymore. (laughs) But if you were there in the early ages, you would know what I'm talking about. But when we left that platform, Nani, we had about 16,000 downloads for our show, which is pretty incredible if you think about it. That was overall season one, 16,000 downloads. And we had that platform, I think for a good, yeah, basically for all of season one. Now on Captivate, since then, we've almost doubled that. We got another 15,000 downloads since we started season two, which is crazy. Isn't that crazy? Like 15,000 downloads? That is pretty crazy. Yeah. So total we have this show so far has over 31,000 downloads. That blows my mind because I remember how excited I was when like even an episode had like 20 downloads. I was like, oh my gosh, 20 downloads, you know, but it's like on average, I mean, the numbers have fluctuated with the pandemic, but you know, we've had one episode have as much as almost 600 downloads, you know? So in case people are wondering what downloads means, I also just want to share, especially if you are aspiring to be a podcaster, that numbers aren't everything. (laughs) 
I'm just trying to like have everyone become a podcaster so they can do this with me. But numbers aren't everything. It's just a good way to measure your growth like so far. And the numbers aren't always accurate. You know, very often people are like, oh, how many downloads do you have? It's really all up in the air because I do want to share that sometimes people will listen to an episode again, and that may be considered another download or they'll listen either on their iPhone or on their, their laptop. And that can be considered two downloads. Either way, I know I'm not listening to them that much because I do all the editing or I do half of the editing. But to know that we have that many downloads is still very impressive. And it just, again, gives me conviction and inspiration to keep doing our show. For sure. Yeah. I think the last time I obviously haven't checked it because I just posted a blog post. I think it was last week or the week before where I talked about it and I said, the show had reached over 23,000 downloads because I think the last time that we even talked about it just behind the scenes, that's what it had added up to be. But yeah, now I see that I was way off and that it's actually (laughs) (laughs) higher. So I should go back and edit that. (laughs) So yeah, it's just really amazing to see that growth. Like you said, like we don't obviously talk about the numbers that much because it essentially doesn't matter, but it is interesting and nice to kind of see the growth and over like such a short time frame as well, you know, having just talked about it a couple months ago and thought it was at 23 and to see that now just a couple months later, it's at 31. Well, is obviously telling because of quarantine, but yeah, thank you guys so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> All, what we're trying to say is thank you for listening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another fun fact I wanted to share, and again, these numbers are arbitrary, and I was telling Nani offline that I was talking to another podcaster, and we were just saying, like, these numbers are all truly arbitrary. Like, they're just sort of, they're not like solid numbers. Think of them as like very estimated, <laughs> maybe a little exaggerated numbers, but it's still nice to know. So in regards to our unique users, unique listeners are are basically defined as a listener from the same IP address and the same device within a presented time frame. So, you know, that basically means that if you're listening from your phone, then that counts as a unique user. Like if you are listening from your phone and then Nani's listening from her phone, that's two unique, uh, two unique listeners. What am I saying? Did I say losers? Two unique <laughs> losers. <laughs> oh my God. I'm still waking up y'all. Okay. What I meant okay. to say, we're, we're still working on consuming our caffeine and then we will be making more sense for you guys very shortly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I can't believe I said losers. You're not losers. I love you all. (laughs) But yeah. So anyway, like, you know, if someone is listening from their phone and then another person is listening from their laptop, you know, that's considered like two unique users or listeners. So back in our old web hosting service, it had mentioned to us that on average, we had about 100 unique listeners. Well, Nani, that has skyrocketed. And I don't know if it's because they measure their analytics differently, but to me, this is Mm. still very significant. Our unique listeners, since we moved over to Captivate and since we started season two, is now over 5,100 unique listeners. So that's huge. (laughs) Yeah. That's like exponential growth. (laughs) Yeah. So I am very happy about that. Very proud about that. Again, I'm not like married to the numbers, but it kind of gives us an idea of, you know, the listenership and the growth that we've had in this year alone. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into some of the fun parts, kind of giving a shout out to our listeners and where they're currently at. So I'm going to try to brief through this because I know we can get caught up in these facts. Like we can get really get into it, (laughs) but let's start with the top six countries from the least to the most 
most downloads. So coming in sixth place, we have the UK. I almost wanted to just do the top five, but I know that our good friend Kay is in the UK. That's yeah. so funny. Kay is in the UK. <laughs> so shout out to Kay over there. And I know we have some other listeners as, uh, there as well. So thank you to our listeners in the UK. Coming in fifth, Australia. So shout out to Australia. Fourth, Canada, which is actually not surprising. We actually had a recent email from someone in Canada, which I'll probably bring up later. In third place, the Philippines. In second place, actually, Nani, this kind of blew my mind. India was in second place. So I'm wondering who's in India. So if you are in India and you're listening to this, please reach reach out out to to us. us. Yeah, we want to know who you are. (laughs) And of course, our number one country, obviously, is the United States. It's really cool to see such a spread. I think in the past, we haven't included... Well, actually, I don't know in the past what we included in our countdown, but it didn't feel like it was as diverse. So this is really cool to see that the show, I mean, is spreading in other countries as well, not just throughout the United States. Yeah, absolutely. So moving ahead to our top six states, starting from the least to the most downloads. Now, just so you all know, like we pretty much have listeners like throughout all of America, except for like two states, I think. But let's go ahead and talk about the top six where we have our most downloads from. So in sixth place, we have Washington, uh, fifth place, Texas, which actually I'm not surprised because I hear that like everyone's like leaving California to go to Texas. So I'm wondering if it's just Californians in Texas, but there's Texas, <laughs> fifth place in fourth, Virginia. Wow. <laughs> which is my place. Yeah. So I'm, you guys are really yeah. showing out now. Yes. I made some friends out here. So that's <laughs> that probably has part to do with that. Third place, we have Illinois. Second place, New York. And of course, first place, California, with the most downloads, so much that I have to mention the number. So in season two so far, we've had over 6,100 downloads just from California alone. So shout out to you, California. Love y'all. Wish I could visit y'all. But here I am in the meantime in Virginia, which is in fourth place. And I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) And last but not least, I do want to do kind of a top 10 cities that have, you know, from the least to the most downloads on our show. So I'm going to kind of breeze through these really quickly because I was actually surprised at what got first place. (laughs) So here we go. 10th place, New York, which my sister's at. So I'm like, oh, that's probably my sister. Ninth place is Queens. Eighth place in eighth, we have Seattle, Washington, which we've definitely had our listeners from there. The ones that are there actually engage with us. I've had them message us a couple or they've messaged us a couple of times. Seven is Brooklyn, New York. So a lot of New Yorkers (laughs) listening to our show. In sixth, we have San Jose, California. In fifth, we have Oakland, California, where Nani's at. So I hope you're okay with fifth. I don't know. I feel like you were higher at like one I point. I but... definitely <laughs> like was number one or number two before. So now Oakland, where did everyone go? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I hope Nani's going to be okay with this. And then, and then and, you guys, uh, I need backup. Can you come yeah. back? <laughs> well, you know, just for the record, there's no like Virginia city in here. So, you know, I didn't make the top 10, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. And fourth, we have Chicago, Illinois. So shout out to Chicago, we've definitely had some powerhouses be be guests on our show. Mm -hmm. So not surprised that we have like, they're beginning to like kind of rise up (laughs) in our listener base. Three, we have San Francisco, California. And the last two, this actually surprised me because I think San Francisco or generally NorCal was like where we had our top listeners. Yeah. But 
Nani in this time around, that SoCal, has shifted. Yeah. SoCal has stepped it up. So in second place is where I'm formerly from, San Diego, California. So shout out to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so happy because I remember it was like no one was listening. Like no yeah. one in San Diego was listening when I first and started And now you guys show. are number two. Yeah. So I'm really happy about that. So thank you, San Diego, for representing. And in first place, we have LA, Los Angeles, California. So yeah. shout out to SoCal for this time around when it comes to analytics. Like, it's just really cool to see how the numbers have shifted, (laughs) you know, since then. Any thoughts, Nani? No, I just, I miss being on Instagram. So I wish I, you know, since I'm not anymore, I feel like I don't really have a good idea of Mm -hmm. who you guys are that are representing for all these cities. But it makes me want to hop back on there and just see what's going on. Maybe ease up on my social media boundaries a little bit. <laughs> yeah, may- maybe we're ready to come back. Yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, we're no, ready. this excites me. This list excites me. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump to if this is the first time you're listening to our show, I want to briefly cover the most downloaded episodes on our show so far that you may want to start off with. So I'm just going to kind of breeze through this because we're already short on time (laughs) before we get into our next interview. So episode 59, say yes to yourself teen pregnancy out of wedlock, homelessness, and how it takes a village to get back on your feet with Pinky Guerrero. I really loved doing that interview with her. She's such an inspiration. I'm just saying in short, y'all got to listen to that episode. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I've been following Pinky on Instagram ever since too. And so she is really like as busy as she claimed to be when we were talking to her on the show. And even some of my family had reached out to me after we released that episode and said that it resonated with them. So yeah, that was such a good episode. You guys should go listen to it if you have not already. Episode (laughs) 59. Yes, yes. And the next (laughs) one is episode 60, the one right afterward, which is titled Failure is Never a Stopping Point. Instilling Filipino pride at a young age and viewing her artistic skills as a trade worth paying for with Mm. Anna Dugan. I love that one. Her Instagram account is Anna did a thing and she like tags us in everything. So it actually made me pretty happy when she reached out or when we invited her to be on the show so we could finally put a voice to, you know, this artist that has been tagging us in all of her posts. Yeah, she does beautiful art. If you guys haven't checked out her Instagram, you should definitely go in our tagged photos on our Instagram and see some of the work she's done. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. The next one is episode 58, which is titled Speaking Your Mind in Itself is So Healing, raised by her mother and becoming Disneyland's first Phil M female dueling pianist with Missy Alcazar. I loved talking to her. Like, I remember just how excited she was to talk to us because she was like, I was trying to find people like you and I found you. (laughs) She was so much fun. Yeah. Missy was such a good time. Yeah, for sure. So we highly recommend that you check out her episode. And then actually the first two episodes of season two, Nani, till this day, still have the most downloads. And I'm curious if it's because, you know, when people listen to our show, they want to listen in chronological order. So, you know, episode 57, which is titled Plot Twist, I'm Full Asian, I'm Full Filipino, Curly Hair, Anti-Black Sentiment, and Sharing Her Story with Maxine DeMolanta. I thought her episode was very timely. Actually, fun fact, we interviewed her back in, I think, springtime, and then we only released it at the start of the season. And, you know, given everything that's going on nowadays with Black Lives Matter and anti-Black sentiment, even within our own community, I think it came out at a really good time. Yeah, 
Yeah. And last but not least, so listen to that. <laughs> and then the last one is our trailer episode, which a lot of people seem to have enjoyed. And, you know, kind of going back to that time, I remember how I was feeling anxious about doing that episode with you, Nani, because we had taken a break, you know, for all the summer. And as you know, we talked about this in that episode. So much had happened by the time we were going to start season two that we needed to know how to show up for this next season. So I'm curious, like, you know, now here we are, you know, 80 episodes later, we've done about what, 25 episodes at this point for the season. I'm mm-hmm. curious, like what your thoughts have been, you know, from then and today. Well, I think that we definitely came into season two or have done season two with like a, just a different vibe. I think that mm-hmm. as the project grows, obviously we continue to grow in our like relationship as co-hosts and also obviously as individuals. And it's nice to kind of revisit some of those older episodes sometimes and just listen to the conversations that we had and remember how like pivotal those moments were. And I mean, for me, when I do that, it's like, wow, there are, you know, a lot of these like common themes of things that we used to talk about on the show that used to be so like front of mind and just like prevalent and relevant to what I felt like I was going through at that time. And to listen to that and feel like, okay, when I hear about those things or just feel differently now, again, just helps me measure like how far I've come in my own journey and how much that this project has really attributed to that. So yeah, it's nice to do that every once in a while and remember that the listeners are obviously at different points. You guys are at different points in your respective journeys. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, when you revisit some of those older episodes where we go into more depth about things like the self-loathing Filipina or, you know, the Maria Clara archetype, all Mm -hmm. of those things could be really useful in this time where we're supposed to be, you know, in reflection and unpacking things and just assessing how we're going to end this crazy year and try again in 2021. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is crazy. I mean, at the time of this recording, we've done this a week before, you know, Thanksgiving actually, but during this week, by the time you listen to this episode, I would have dedicated the week of Thanksgiving to self-reflection and really like just digesting everything that's happened this year. Um, And so I feel like I'll have more collective, more clear thoughts later, but Yeah. yeah, in the meantime, for me, it's like, when I do look back, for me, what I mainly see is just I have a stronger conviction to keep showing up, you know, like just in everything that I'm doing and everything that we're doing here. The more feedback we get from people and recognition, it's like, oh, like this is so very needed. And if not for other people, I need it. <laughs> like yeah. I absolutely need it. So yeah, depending um, on where you're at, like there's just so much valuable content, I think, in the work that we've produced so far. And Mm -hmm. again, it's going to hit differently with everyone because everyone is at a different point in their journey. So yeah, I think it's important to go back through those older episodes and see which of those conversations might be the most relevant for where you're at right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
All right, Nani. So that is a view of the top episodes from season two that we recommend people listen to if this is your first episode and you're looking for some episode recommendations. I'll do a recap again. These are the most downloaded in season two. So episode 59 with Pinky Guerrero, episode 60 with Anna Dugan, episode 58 with Missy Alcazar, episode 57 with Maxine Demolanta, and then episode 56, which is really the trailer of our show season two with my Myself and Nani. So check those out. Obviously, there are plenty of other shows as well. I encourage people, if it's your first time listening, to kind of skim through the episodes and find the quote that stands out to you. Because typically that quote really wraps up or explains what that entire conversation was. Was. <laughs> I'm like stuttering now because I've yeah. been talking for like three hours. Recently, we went over your method for coming up with the title in the show notes. And the amount of work and the process that you go through to come up with those titles is super extensive. And I think you try to capture as much of the conversation as you can there. So it's a good way to, you know, scroll through if, if you're a newcomer to the Tifa project, just, you know, scrolling through the titles and seeing what keywords kind of resonate with you or pique your interest and start with those. Beautiful. All right, moving on. So for me, very early on, even when I was talking about the analytics, it's a good way to measure like our growth and stuff like that. But I don't live for those numbers. What I do live for, Nani, are the responses and the messages we get from our listeners. So today we have a couple of uh, listener feedback that I'm going to read through. Just so if this is your first episode, you can get an idea of how people feel about the show. So these are two five-star reviews, the latest five-star reviews that you can see on Apple Podcasts. This first one was actually done by Raquel, who was a recent guest on our show, episode 79. So she says here, Jen and Nani created an amazing platform for uplifting the complex and beautiful experiences of Filipina Americans. What an inspiration you both are and your realness is so evident in every episode. Thank you for giving us the content we so desperately needed. Wow. Thank you, Raquel. I love you. (laughs) That was so nice. We love you. Yeah, no, that was, we really appreciate that feedback and, and also your contribution to the show. So thank you for saying that. And also thank you for throwing your two cents in and sharing your story with us. Again, if you guys haven't listened to that one, definitely go check out episode 79. Mm-hmm. This next one, I, I read it before, but I have to read it again because I liked it so much. So this is from, he names himself Angelo <laughs> on the keys. Also a five-star written that's, review. That's my dad, by the that's way. That's your dad. Oh my God. That's your dad. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's Hi dad. dad. Yeah. Hi, Dad. Okay, this is what Dad said about our show. So five-star review. I was a bit skeptical. Oh my gosh, this probably sounds like your dad. I was a bit skeptical when I first started listening. I mean, how can a podcast catering to Filipino-American women be relevant to an old, grumpy Filipino man like myself? To my surprise, it is very much so... I love how you're laughing right now. You're like, this probably sounds like your dad. Conversations are lively, intelligent, and insightful. And just when you think they figured things out, a new guest gives a new perspective on the matter. I highly recommend folks of all walks to take a listen and see for yourself. Nani, that was your dad. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> that was my dad. Thank you, daddy. We appreciate that um, that gem of a, of a review. Yeah, no, my dad is not normally super expressive. So it does mean a lot for me uh, to be able to read that. that I love that. that. So thank you, daddy. Love you. Yeah, thanks, dad. Shout out to you. (laughs) 
<laughs> These next two are via text messages. So as a reminder, if you want to engage with us, which we highly encourage, especially as the holidays is coming and, you know, it's been difficult to deal with social distancing and working from home and isolation in these times. And so we really encourage you to say the least, like shoot us a text message. Again, our phone number is 415-484-8329. So that's 415-484-8329. We want to hear from you. So this next one, I actually didn't catch the name of this, Nani. So if this sounds familiar to you, let me know if you happen to know the name. So she said here, hi, I recently found out about your podcast. I just want to say thank you for existing and for creating the space for films like me. I'm from New York and I'm a recent grad. I've been feeling down due to not being able to find a job. Listening to your podcast makes me feel that I'm not alone. Thank you. And I know that you were responding to her as well. So shout out to one of the listeners. I wish I knew your name. I'm not going to give the phone number so you know people contact you, but... <laughs> I was just going through my phone trying to see if I could see who that was from, but it's going to take me more. I need more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that is just a note when you guys text us to definitely let us know. Normally I try to ask like, who is this? But sometimes it's kind of awkward to say that. So I don't. <laughs> but when you guys text us, if you could sign like your name so that when I respond, obviously I can address you personally to thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You know, on Instagram, it's easier to respond with their name because we can look them up, but it's via right phone there. number, yeah. yeah, via phone number, it's like, uh, like, I don't mean to be the awkward one, but who is this? <laughs> Yeah. But that's good feedback, Nani, for our listeners, if they want to communicate with us via text message, you know, as a reminder to let us know your name so that we can respond in a personal way. Now I feel uh, like I have to find the message so that I can like give a better response. Yeah. But yeah. While, okay. while you do that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do that, I'll go ahead and talk to you or mention the next one here. So this text message is actually from Eileen and she says, thanks for sharing a way to connect with you outside of social media. So this is shout out to all the people who are taking a break from social media or prefer not to be on there. That's why we like to stress the phone number because even for us, you know, you know, we don't want to be on there. I mean, we want to be on social media when it's it's right for us, but you know, that's not our primary place of engagement as much as it used to be. So, you know, thank you, Eileen, for affirming that, <laughs> you know, text message is a great way for you to connect with us. And so she also added, I've been on a journey to reclaim my Filipino Ilocano heritage. It has been really helpful to listen to your podcast. So Eileen, thank you for that shout out and thank you for texting us. Yeah, we want obviously to be as accessible as possible to you guys. And that's why we also prefer to connect with you outside of social media and yeah, save our number in your phone if you haven't already and feel free to text us anytime, you know, to chat. Like even if it's not just to send a message, if you have questions or anything that you want us to talk about on the show, there's like, you know, multiple reasons why you could be getting in contact with us. Mm-hmm. Well said, Nani. All right. These next two are via email. I just wanted to sidebar real quick. Do you want to look up who the person is or we'll just move forward? Well, while you're talking, I'll try and look it up. But I feel like I'm going to have to go through all the conversations because it's just a yeah. bunch of numbers, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, don't worry about it. I mean, okay. you can if you want. Like, if you give up, I'm not going to I'm not going to like be mad about that. So, OK, so I'll just move to the next one as you choose to do that. But again, it's not mandatory. All right. So this next one is via email. So as a reminder to our listeners, oh. you can... You got it. I found Eileen's message and I wanted to. So that was her first text. Mm -hmm. Or maybe this is a different Eileen because it's a different text. Oh, no, this is the same text. She texted after that. And I don't know if we should 
add this in there after I responded to her and she said, I just finished listening to episode 72 with a bunch of clapping emojis on so many levels, learning history, activism, reclaiming self, mental Mm. health. It took, in parentheses, it took seeing my daughter struggle in junior high and her courage to seek therapy for me to seek therapy. Wow. And parentheses. Mm. Thank you. It has to be my favorite episode so far. So thank you for that feedback. And yeah, if if those topics resonate with you, then go and check out episode 72. Oh, this is really (laughs) nice, actually. So episode 72, it's our special episode opening up the month of Filipino American History Month. So thank you, Eileen, for listening to that. Yeah. So the title for that is, yes, it's about preserving culture and it's also about evolving the culture. Filipino American History Month special with Jen and Ani. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our email feedback here. And we have Trish from SoCal. So I had to condense her messaging here, but she said she grew up in the Bay Area. She's blown away that there are Christian Filipina women who are getting their stories out there. The stories I've heard on your podcast so far truly inspired me. And what an amazing thing you're doing. Trish, thank you so much for emailing us. There's obviously more to that conversation, but we're just so grateful that you found our show and you feel so inspired. And, you know, it's a good reminder that Filipino American women come from all walks of life. You know, we all have our ways of getting through this world and the kind of spirituality we live by. So, you know, it's great. I'm glad that you feel seen in a way because of other Christian Filipino women who've stepped forward to share their story. Nani, any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I second everything that you said. Cool, cool. All right. And the last feedback we have, the last but not the last, because you all will be so inspired. (laughs) (laughs) That you're going to send us more. (laughs) Yeah, to text us, email us, send us a DM on Instagram. You will find a way because you want to. You want to connect with us and you can feel the love and just you know, compassion that we have in our community here for one another. So this last email actually is from a Filipino Canadian, Nani. Her name is Kat. And she said here, I'm just reaching out to say I have really enjoyed your podcast as a Panay woman raised in Canada and live and worked around the globe as a freshwater ecologist. Listening to your podcast during this pandemic has really helped me connect to my global community of Panay and Panay X women and also help work through a lot of issues across generations. I relate to all of the women in some level and appreciate the space you've created for us. Kat, thank you so much for that kind feedback. And, you know, Canada is up there in regards to our, you know, top listeners. So, so thank you so much for making yourself be seen to us so that we can share this with our community and know that, yeah, our show is, is international. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's the Filipino American Woman Project, but I feel like, you know, there's so many amazing panais that I follow like on Instagram in Canada doing such cool stuff and making such cool things that I would love to get some of them on the show, even though it's Filipino American. Obviously, we are inclusive over here. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah. Even Kat mentioned, she's like, hey, if you're looking for a Filipino Canadian perspective, I'd be happy to offer it. So Kat, we may take you on the show. (laughs) We may take you up on that offer. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Well, that is just six of many kinds of love letters we've received from all of you. And we want to stress the fact that we want to hear from you more often because Like we want you to be seen. We want you to be visible to us because it helps us too. It gives us that feedback that we are on the right track and that we're doing good things and it motivates us to keep moving forward. So please, we want to hear from you. Nani, I know that you really want to stress this fact as well. So thought I'd get your two cents on this. 
Yeah. I think that I at least have kind of underestimated the power of these testimonials really. And when we receive them, obviously we respond to you guys individually and we have our, you know, private conversations behind the scenes. That's why we ask you to engage with us. But we also want to really get like boost our community involvement. And so Mm -hmm. moving forward, I would like to share more of these feedback and just encourage you guys to do it more because we love to hear from you. And just like Jen said, this is how we measure our success basically is how you guys are feeling about the content that we're putting out. So again, if we haven't said it enough, this show is for you. We do this for you. We want to have it be our mission to for you to look at this show like a mirror mm-hmm. to see yourself and to help you along your journey. So whatever content you feel would be more helpful for where you're at in your journey right now, let us know and we will highlight it here on the show. Mm-hmm. Beautifully said. Well, I feel like we had a lot of business talk at this point. And yes. because it is Thanksgiving weekend at the time this episode gets released, I thought that we'd take this time, Nani, to express thanks and gratitude. So I had a couple things I wanted to share that I'm grateful for. I think maybe what we could do for fun is go back and forth on things that we're grateful for or thankful for. So I'll go ahead and start it off. I am just extremely, if we haven't stressed it enough already, I'm extremely grateful for this community. You know, Back in December 2016, I just somehow knew deep down that, you know, at that point in my life, I had a love-hate relationship with our community. And I knew that in order for me to love it more, I had to create something for myself to like help me love it, you know, to help love our community and love who I am ultimately as a Filipina. And so it was just so crazy to find that other people had felt the same way. When we first started the show, and this is like before you were here, Nani, I had this idea that I wanted to bring on Filipino-American women who consider themselves collaborative, communicative, and enthusiastic, had a general enthusiasm about life. Like that was the foundation that I was hoping to gain. And it was interesting to have, you know, find certain people along the way. And then I had this situation or this, yeah, this situation with an organization that kind of brought me back to like why I started the project. It wasn't a great experience. I basically felt belittled and in all that stuff and felt like I wasn't Filipino enough. And thanks to the show and everyone who's contributed to it and even to our listeners, to the people that emailed us, to our fans, our social media followers, you all have shown me that it's possible to have a collaborative, you know, enthusiastic, loving community within the Filipino community. So, you know, as grateful as everyone has been that the show exists, I want you all to know how extremely grateful I am that you have made yourself visible to us, which is why we're telling you we want to hear from you more often and not just the one-time text. We want you to text us more often. Like if you've already texted us, keep texting us, like keep the dialogue going because like, You know, Nani and I are just everyday people that happen to have a microphone in front of our mouths, (laughs) you know, but off of that, we're human beings. We have lives, we have problems, you know, we need community too. But so far, you all have done a tremendous job validating me to continue to show up as the best version of myself. And I feel like I tend to evolve with every interview that we do. So that's the first thing I want to express is just our community as a whole. You guys have really solidified my foundation as a Filipino American woman. And continue to do so with, like I said, with every interview. 
everything she said. <laughs> no, for real. We we really do love you guys and you guys have had such an impact on us. You know, I think that we keep trying to articulate it, but there's never really a way to fully like get into words how mm-hmm. impactful, you know, you guys have been and the engagement that we get from you, how much that really means to us. Um, so definitely do want to second everything that you just said. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking about the conversation that we just came out of. We paused this recording, actually, you guys, to record another episode with Jen's family for the holidays. Mm -hmm. So um, stay tuned. (laughs) Yeah, stay tuned for that. That's really fresh on my mind. And the first thing that I want to talk about being grateful for is you. And, you know, how, I mean, you guys will hear this in that episode when it comes out later. But, you know, you were really talking about the gift that you got from your dad and basically how he showed you how to, or he modeled for you how to show up for other people that you love and how you really took from him the approach of, you know, just giving people that emotional availability, that vulnerability right off the bat and just being so transparent. And I think that that is what really carries the vibe of this show and creates that container that people feel so safe to have these conversations and talk about things that they've never talked about before. So yeah, I want you to know that I really feel that work that you've done and that trauma that you've worked through to get to that gift. And it's so priceless and contagious, really. And it inspires me to also show up in the same way. So yeah, thank you for all the hard work that you've done, (laughs) you know, internally and also externally here through this project. Thank you, Nani. That means so much to me. I mean, I say this quite often when we do the show that you're my immediate feedback, you know, like I know if I'm doing something right when <laughs> when you paraphrase what I say or you respond to what I say. And um, I don't take that lightly. It means so much when people tell me that they feel safe with me, that they can open up in that way. It's really become a big responsibility for me. And, and I say this often, I think the theme of 2020 for me has been a sense of responsibility to keep showing up because if I I can if I can just help one more person feel seen, heard, and validated and own their story and narrative and you know, like understand they matter and get the help that they need or you know, continue to serve in the best way they know how, then I feel like that's a win for my dad. You know, I feel like that's a win for the gift that my dad gave me. Woo, okay. Wow. Yeah, that's so fresh. That's so fresh for me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Nani. Both of our first times like tearing up on the show. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. So my turn, which actually is very fitting. I'm grateful for you, Nani. (laughs) You know, just from day one, when we talked on the phone and like you felt like the show really resonated with you and you didn't know how you wanted to help out, but you know, you reached out anyway and said and shared your intention that you wanted to help. And, you know, and I said this often throughout past episodes, but sometimes for me, the way that I like to work with people is just working with them right away. And then we figure out if we're a good fit or not, because, you know, we can look at resumes, we can look at past experience, but, you know, past experience doesn't always predict like the future. And, you know, and because we're two completely different people with like, you know, coming from different walks of life and different stories and backgrounds, you can't really predict 
the success of our partnership until we actually implement it. And so I'm just so glad that you reached out. I'm glad that you trusted me. I'm glad that you have been with me for almost 80 plus episodes at this point. I'm going to say almost because we're like at episode 80, but you weren't there for the first six. So I'm going to say almost. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like trying to do the math (laughs) right now on a Saturday, but yeah, I'm just so grateful that you trusted me. And as the show grows, our relationship grows and also our offline conversations deepen as well. Like we really get to learn more about each other and our perspectives and everything. And so I just want to thank you for being so open in this whole journey. You know, words will never fully describe like my gratitude to you. And if anything, I just want to continue showing my gratitude by working with you and doing the show together. So thanks, Nani. Yeah, no, I appreciate everything that you said. And on that note, it reminds me of another thing that I'm grateful for, for you, from you specifically. And that's, you know, relating to our offline conversations that we've been having, like you said, and the last one that got political. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh boy, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, this is good. This is good. On that note, since you guys didn't have insight into that conversation, because like we said, it was offline, I just, you know, want to say that there's nothing in the world that you could ever say, you know, in terms of just like you said, we're two different people from two different walks of life coming with different perspectives. And there's nothing in the world that you could ever say that would offend me or not make me love you, you know, Aww. like we are are in this for life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I love that we're, you know, getting to the point in our relationship where we can talk more openly about those things with each other. And hopefully, you know, in the future, we'll get a chance to capture that on the show and, you know, dive more into it as we do in our personal relationship. So I appreciate that about you. I appreciate being able to have those like back and forth dialogues with you and also for you showing me, you know, how to communicate so just cordially, you know, Mm -hmm. not every hot topic has to be talked about with the hotness. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate that about you. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. Cause you know, especially in the recent handful of years, since you know, who has been in office, <laughs> who yeah. will not be named. I'm just kidding. But actually my therapist had brought this up to my husband and I, and she's mentioned that, you know, politics has become a main, like one of the top topics that's kind of like either made or broken a lot of relationships. Like yeah. it's just become so hypersensitive. And, and so it's my hope that something as something as intensive and like hypersensitive can be talked about in a very calm, like, like you said, cordial manner, because at the end of the day, I believe that we all want the same things. It's just that, and this is just my personal opinion, you know, we have media and, you know, political heads that are just trying to divide us, you know, trying to get us overly emotional so that we can turn against each other. And I don't want to have that on this show. You know, I want people to know that you can come as you are. And if we have opposing beliefs, like we can talk about it. We could talk about it in a cordial manner to seek to understand, not to get angry because like someone else has an opposing idea. So I appreciate, I'm so grateful that we had that exercise (laughs) with each other. So Uh, I almost wish that we had recorded that conversation or that we were (laughs) having it on air because I think it's a great example. I think that people come to this show or listen to this show to hear us, you know, have those back and forth conversations with each other Mm -hmm. and to learn from us, basically for us to model how to, you know, come to not a compromise, but just to how to have that dialogue 
without the cattiness and without taking things personally or any of the other things that tend to go wrong when you talk to people that you love about, uh, you know, opposing views. So I think that it's a great opportunity that we have to model that, how to have that conversation essentially. Yeah. Well, I think that was like a good first practice run. And just like what you said, (laughs) as we grow as podcasters and as we grow in our personal lives and professional lives, I feel confident that, you know, we'll start to have more of those conversations on air. And, you know, we're not going to be perfect, but we hope that in our candid discussions about, you know, topics such as politics, you'll again use this opportunity to look at what we do as a mirror for you to look inward and interpret what that means for yourself and how you want to, you know, show up in the world and how you want to communicate with people in the world. There's something really important for me that has shifted. So, you know, in an upcoming episode with my family, you'll learn a lot of where like my abandonment issues have come from having lost my dad and not knowing what happened to him. And even till this day, 21 years later. So part of having the abandonment issues back then for me was that I was so quick to cut people off, like to to cut them out of my life. Like it was just natural because also being a military child, I would move every two to three years. So it was like natural to lose people. But, you know, here I am at, you know, 32 now turning 33 in December, which we'll we'll talk about birthdays at the end of this. But one of the biggest things I have learned, and a lot of it has to do with me moving out here in the East Coast is I'm just tired of starting over. Like I'm tired of cutting people out of my life. I'm tired of like believing that I can kind of rewrite my narrative by changing my friends, you know, and changing my family Mm -hmm. or at least trying to change my family. And so, you know, in the conversation I had with you that very same day, I had a big conversation with Giselle as well, who will actually be on our show in December, by the way, as well. So we'll, you'll get to hear her. She's kind of the OG co-host of the show back in the day. So it'd be great to kind of get that history lesson (laughs) from our show. But, but anyway, you know, we had a really hard discussion about like politics and our views on specific things like the higher education and wealth. Like we, we got down and dirty about these topics and, And, you know, her background is higher education and my background is entrepreneurship. So naturally, we may naturally just have opposing beliefs because of what we see in our day to day lives and what we do in our day to day lives. But, you know, it was interesting because after the first conversation I had with her, I kind of went back to my abandonment, like the way I used to approach my abandonment issues and be like, well, I guess that's it. Like, I guess it's over now, you know, like 10 years of friendship. Like, there we go. But I actually took a whole week to think so deeply about it. And I actually talked to her a week later and apologized. You know, I basically said to her that Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry that I projected on you because like what we were talking about, actually, it had nothing to do with you. It had to do with my own insecurities. And I just wanted you to know that politics aside, like I know you'll be there for me and I don't ever want something like this to get in the way of us. And so it was a beautiful conversation. And I want to give myself a pat on the back because I could have easily had written her off. I could have been, I could have moved on. I could have been like, you know what? I'll find someone better because I always do, you know, like I could have had that attitude, but. And that's part of the domino effect that we are, you know, inserted in the middle of, right. Is that's the goal is to pit us against each other. And just because one of your close friends, family, or whatever other loved one might have opposing views to you, it doesn't mean that you have to trash the relationship or trash them as a person or not invite them to your wedding or, (laughs) You know, like one of my friends had asked me that uh, the other day, like, oh, so how do you feel about um, 
inviting people of opposing political views yeah uh, like into your life and into your wedding and I'm just like well my family's my family so I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna have to find a way to have those hard conversations <laughs> because it's not yeah. worth me throwing them as people away you know and we all have a story to tell we all have our own perspective and we're entitled to that so yeah I think for me it's more so switching the focus from like trying to be so loud about getting your point across to really consuming what's this person's story and seeking yeah. to understand, yep. like you said. And yeah. I think that that is the pivotal point in in successfully having these conversations or opening up these ongoing conversations with people that we love. So I love that you guys were able to come kind of full circle from that from that difficult conversation. And also it's not bad to have a session where you just hash things out, you know, yeah, and yeah. Uh, defend what you believe. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it's just like, you know, I'm not here to change what you believe. I'm just here exactly. to tell you why I believe what I believe. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm glad that you said that because once I was able to calm down a couple of days later, I essentially said that I said, like, you know, I realize I said I said this in the most loving way. I was like, and it's so funny because she listens to our shows. She's, she's going to hear this, like all of this. But um, so shout out to Giselle. I love you. But I said to her, <laughs> I said to her, I, you know, at the end of the day, we're fighting two separate and beautiful battles in our own way. We have our separate battles to fight and there's no reason for us to fight each other. I don't want to do that. And I'm sorry that I may have kind of ambushed you in that way because I was projecting something. But I just want to share with our listeners, you know, part of this like personal development of mine really has to do with the show. Like it, it's thanks to the show and having all these conversations. And if you have a hard time, if you maybe have very polarizing beliefs from, you know, people in your life that you love, I want you to know that you can find common ground. You can have those conversations and you should, and you will, because it's so beautiful on the other side. You know, you have such a deeper respect for that person. And yeah, I, I don't know how else to say, it, but it's just that I feel like my relationships have grown deeper. I mean, one, because I want them to, but yeah. two, because I'm doing the hard work of like really understanding, like, why, why did I show up that way? Why did I act that way? Why did I feel yeah. like the need to yell at someone the way that I did to her? And yeah, so she'll tell you all the dirty laundry when Ooh, she's on I the show. Wait. Oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Uh, I can't wait for that conversation. Gosh, I'm just airing out all my dirty laundry for the holidays for you. <laughs> but I'm so grateful for it. And I'm here for it. And and, you know, these hard conversations are honestly an act of love. And I want people to know that. And I know in dealing with different generational gaps with our, you know, our more traditional Filipino people in our life versus, you know, the modern day where we are now and all about mental health and opening up and stuff like yeah. there is a way to bridge the gap. And I'm not just saying that for our listeners. I'm saying that for myself, because when you hear my interview with my family, you know, even I have stuff that I still need to work through with my family that I'm I'm estranged to. And I feel like with every conversation we have on the show, I feel stronger. Like I feel like I have more conviction and love to want to have those hard conversations and not just run away or write them off or point the finger at them, but to really right. own that misunderstanding and take responsibility in finding common ground. Yeah. And that's part of taking all the things that we talk about here on the show and, you know, how we see ourselves in other people's stories and really implementing it. That's the mm -hmm. way that we implement it. It. 
in our actual lives is taking it back home, taking it back to our family and integrating those experiences really. And so again, super grateful to be in that conversation earlier with you and your mom and your sister and to get to be kind of a fly on the wall in Um, one of those conversations, because I know how taboo those kinds of talks are in my family. So I can only imagine like it's probably the same for you guys. Like your sister had said that you guys didn't really have a lot of those kinds of conversations growing up. Neither did I. So I really felt like the value of that. And yeah, I'm excited to do it with my auntie in a couple weeks. Yes. And we'll get to meet her too. Yes. Yeah. We we are rolling out with our family for the holidays, y'all. So you're welcome. Yes. Yes. You guys you're always want to know more about us. So now you're yeah. gonna get a real <laughs> a real yeah. good look into who we are. Oh yeah. Yeah. We are not holding back on the show anymore because we we know how important it is to show up. Well, I have one more thing I wanted to share, Nani, but I wanted to see if you had any other things you want to express gratitude for. Oh gosh, all the things, all the blessings that I have in life. I mean, I want to acknowledge obviously, you know, that I have a roof over my head and I have a latte in my hand (laughs) and, you know, I want to acknowledge that the pandemic has been really hard on a lot of people. And in this moment, particularly, a lot of people are struggling and I don't want to gloss over that. So I want to just encourage you to be grateful for the little things and count your really just count your blessings. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So I piggyback. I second all of that. And the last thing I want to share that I'm grateful for is podcasting. I'm just so grateful that it exists. <laughs> I'm grateful that it was easy uh, in a way to get started. And I'm grateful that our community has been so receptive to it. It's been great, as we talked about already with the listener feedback and yeah, the listener feedback and love that we have gotten so far. But I do also have to say that, you know, podcasting has really helped me maintain my mental health throughout the pandemic, like yeah. just being able to connect with people and meet them where they're at today and hear their own lessons. You know, we had a couple episodes, like we said, so what's your lesson pandemic style, you know? And so just to know like the new lessons that have come out of this experience yeah. has been absolutely powerful and reassuring, like to just know that, to absolutely know that I'm not the only person going through this, you know, and be reminded, like you said, to count my blessings. And I also have to give a quick shout out to my husband for, you know, giving me the space to do this show because, you know, we work together and we work all the time. And so this is really like my outlet, like outside of what we do together. And it really brings balance in my life to, you know, step out of work and do this. So, you know, I'm just so grateful. Yeah. I'm so grateful for this medium. I hope it continues on for decades to come so that we can, you know, ride the podcasting wave for decades to come. Yeah, no, I also want to express gratitude for podcasting. I know that, you know, like you said earlier, a lot of people don't even know what podcasting is. Yeah. But for, you know, the generations who are more tapped in and it's more accessible to, you know, it can be so impactful. And I love that it almost seems like it's like an oversaturated market now. But in a way, I look at it as something kind of in between like a radio show and a social media platform. Yeah. Uh, Like everyone should have a voice and it's such an easy, 
like accessible again way for you to highlight your voice and get your voice out there. And so there's no reason why you shouldn't. If there's something that you have to say, then start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's not hard to start a podcast. And, you know, and if not a podcast, you know, have it be something, whether it's a YouTube channel, whether it's, you know, a Twitter account, whether it's publishing a book, there's so many ways to get your story out there. And I like how you touched upon the whole saturation thing, because I think when people are starting out or when they feel ready to put themselves out there, they immediately think of everyone else who's already done it. But I want to reassure you all that it's not saturated. When you put your voice out there, like no one else can duplicate your voice, your story. And above all else, we need you out there because Nani and I, like, of course we're amazing. Thank you. But, you know, <laughs> I just had to do that real quick. <laughs> but, a little self-love, you guys. Yeah, please a little self-love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please excuse us, but not excuse us. Like we're only two of many voices in our community. We're doing our best. We're doing the most that we can. And we know that there are more people that could be in this space or more people that can create spaces to encourage others to share their story and to open up and to, you know, be encouraged to be the best version of themselves. So, so yeah, anyway, that's all I have to share with uh, gratitude. Anything else from you, Nani? (laughs) The more, the merrier, you know, we are like an opener, I think in a lot of ways to these conversations, but the more voices that we have in the conversation, the better, and the more we can all learn from each other. So we invite you to join our world if that feels compelling to you. And if not, we will continue to be pushing out the content um, that you guys want. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the last thing I was going to add was that even though it may seem like the market is saturated at the end of the day, like when you find your tribe, it won't feel saturated. It'll feel like you found your second home or your home. And so we hope that you know, even if you don't like our home for whatever reason, which I can't believe, but it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Hopefully you you will either create a home for other people or you'll find other homes, um, you know, similar to ours in a way that you feel like is more of your space than anything. But, you know, that's what I think. Like we could easily say the same thing with books. Like, oh, there's so many books. Like, why should I publish a book? Well, there's still one or two books that I keep that still mean the world to me. And hopefully what you do, your voice could mean something to one or two people, you know, to say the least, but I doubt that because we definitely have had a lot of our listeners resonate with a lot of the guests that have been on our show. All right. So in closing, I want to do some call to actions here, Nani. Um, If people feel, yeah, things to look forward to between now and the end of the year, really. So, you know, let me start with number two here on our list. Some fun news for us. We have interns now. (laughs) Yeah, we have interns. That's Nani snapping. That was amazing. I can't, I can't like snap like that fast, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like a pro snapper apparently, you guys. Yeah. Yes, you are. Uh, (laughs) At least, at least between us two. I'm like, my hands just don't don't like do that as fast. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. (laughs) It's not my skill set. I'm okay with that. But yeah, a shout out to Stacy. She hates it when we give her a shout out, by the way. But Stacy, we love you. She is one of the historians at the Bulosan Center over there at UC Davis. And she has been around, you know, since the start of the TIFA project. And I'm just so, 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 so grateful that she continues to want to be around and she wants to collaborate with us. And so a couple of weeks ago, she had proposed the idea that we work with her interns. And so Nani, I thought I'd get your thoughts on what the experience or at least the starting experience has been like so far uh, working with the interns at the Belosan Center. 
It's been super fun. It came out of like left field. Obviously, we didn't know or when Stacy approached us with that, we had no former like knowledge mm-hmm. that she even managed interns. Well, actually, I yeah. guess we did know that she managed interns, but we didn't connect those dots. I'm trying to say yeah. that they could be working with us. And so I think it's opened up a whole new world for us to be able to mm-hmm. delegate some of the work that we do so that we can focus on, you know, crafting more of the behind the scenes stuff that we have coming for you guys. Yes. Um, that we always uh, like to tease you about. So now we can actually <laughs> hopefully start gaining some traction on those things with their help. And meeting them has just been such a fun experience. Shout outs to Mariam, Taylor, Elise. Mm. Who am I forgetting? Millie. And Millie. Yeah. All of you guys are just so much fun. Such little bundles of joy. (laughs) And yeah, it's been really fun so far to work with you guys and everyone else, everyone else listening. I mean, you guys will get to meet them hopefully in another holiday special uh, episode so that you can have a little insight into our behind the scenes landscape now. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We're expanding y'all. Yeah. Yeah. No, super grateful to Stacey and the Belosan Center. And that is something that you all get to look forward to in 2021 is just their work. It's going to grow beyond Nani and I now. And I just can't wait. And it's fun. It's so far, it's fun working with them because it does bring me back to my college years and who I was, what I thought at that time. Like, you know, just like all of them are all powerhouses. All of them are extremely busy. And then they decided to throw an internship on top of what they're already doing. And it just brings me back to those days where I just loved being so productive and and (laughs) filling up my resume. I don't do that as much anymore in that capacity, but it still, it inspires me to know that the younger generation has that drive still to, yeah, you know, and the bandwidth and the bad. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I could survive in their world. Um, <laughs> they are way too busy, way too productive. I need a lot of like reflection time. And oh yeah. Time, oh yeah. Me time. So yeah, school <laughs> for that reason was never really my forte. Yeah, that's okay. I'm, you know, so (laughs) proud of all of them for everything that they're doing and for choosing to, you know, be in this space on top of all of that, like you said, and also for bringing some like new, fresh perspective to the way that we create the show. So again, like Jen said, she and I are like obviously amazing people and <laughs> we right. produce amazing content, but I think that it will be really valuable for us to be able to have that outside perspective when, you know, designing things like our graphics, our music. So I think on both ends, it's like a really fun project for all of us. Yeah. Um, and I'm grateful to be sharing that experience with them. Yeah, totally agree. So speaking of collaborating with interns, we want to open up, you know, the Tifa project to you, the listener, and also to our past guests. We are very open to collaborative opportunities. We definitely want the show to grow. You know, we do have intentions of learning how to monetize our show. It's it's something that we've always been discussing because, you know, obviously we have lives and as we get busier, we definitely want to value our time in a monetary way. Not always, like obviously this is great you know, volunteer work in the meantime. But, you know, we want to be able to speak to you, whether you're a business owner or a coach, or you have something that you want to share, or you think that there's a, you know, some synergy between us, we want you to reach out and see what we could possibly create. Because, you know, 
the last 80 episodes wouldn't have existed if Nani didn't reach out and say, Hey, like, do you need help with something? And it could just be that simple of a conversation where you feel so moved by our conversations and our show that you just want to talk to us. And, you know, Nani and I are really good at prying and asking questions. And I'm sure we'll be able to come up with something if you have that desire and intention to want to create something beautiful with us. Yeah. Or even if you have work of your own, like projects of your own that you would want to highlight. Again, like I talked about earlier in this episode, the newsletter is really there to be a resource for you to use to highlight any work that you're doing in the community that you think people would benefit from. So there's always that invitation as well. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And yeah. And then the last thing is, this is really on my part that I still need to do is um, we do have a membership program that's going to be rolling out. This is really dedicated to our loyal listeners who want to go deeper with us. And so stay tuned for those details. (laughs) I think I still have like, I still have the video that we recorded that I haven't posted yet, which was strictly (laughs) about the membership. So, (laughs) you know, uh, by the time you listen to this episode, I would have dedicated a week to kind of catching up with projects and other things because I've just been jam-packed with like meetings and work and stuff lately, but hopefully we'll have that rolling out at a reasonable time, but it'll come out at the right time. That's what I believe. And if you've enjoyed our, you know, our conversation so far, I hope I invite you to dive in deeper with us by being a part of our membership community. Nani, I don't know if you had any thoughts about the membership. I'm really excited to do that. You know, I think that again, the valuable content of our show is really sharing the stories and life lessons that we typically do in each of the episodes with all of our guests. But this will be a chance for us to, I think, just take more of like a personal tangent with the show and explore topics outside of that. Like if there are any specific topics that you guys want us to talk about or cover on the show, obviously send them our way. And we'll also be opening up our interview criteria, I guess, to not just be limited to Filipino-American women, Mm -hmm. but we'll also be inviting on, you know, non-Filipino-American women and maybe even some Filipino-American men. Yes. (laughs) Because I think it would be great to get that, a little bit of that perspective as well. So yeah, dad, we're coming for you. (laughs) I was going to say, I was going to (laughs) say. We're coming for you when we get the membership rolling. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that will be more insight. Again, we always get a lot of feedback telling us that you guys are interested in like who we are and maybe sometimes not so much about the guests that we have on the show, but you guys really want to get to know us better. And so this will be a really great way for you to do that. And again, for you to get more specified content to like what it is you want to hear about. Mm-hmm. Wonderfully said, as always, Nani. And in case we don't do any pre-recording like this again in mid-December or in December, we just want to share. December is our birthday month. <laughs> so, so that'll be fun. I'm excited. I don't have any plans yet, obviously, because I yeah. don't know what the future is going to look like in a couple of weeks. But it's just crazy to think that, you know, we're already sort of building a tradition here, Nani, on our show where, you know, last year we had Filipino American History Month and we did it again this year. And 
then we won't have that in-person interview like we did when I was visiting in the Bay Area. But, you know, just knowing that we're beginning to, you know, share more of our lives with each other and grow together. So it's really crazy to think that we're going to celebrate our birthdays for the second time (laughs) on the show. I know. Yeah, I know. I love all the like annual traditions that we're kind of building through this. Mm -hmm. And again, it feels like another family. It feels like a sense of home. And so for the holidays, I think it's only right that, you know, we connect and do special things for the project Mm -hmm. around this time, especially because our birthdays are also so close together, Mm -hmm. which makes for a perfect excuse for an (laughs) in-person meeting. We know we can't do it this year, but hopefully (laughs) we can pick that back up again next year. And yeah, it means the world to be festive with you, at least virtually, since, as I stated before, the holidays this year are just going to look a lot different than they normally do, at least for me. So Mm -hmm. I really appreciate this space and the opportunity to like celebrate the holidays and our birthdays together. Yes, me too. Me too. Ah, Well, wow. What a very thorough Thanksgiving special. Although we had an agenda, I still felt like we took like some wonderful tangents. So Nani, thank you for just being open and candid and raw with me on the show as usual. You know, really enjoyed this conversation. We already said we were grateful for each other, so I don't have to go down that again. <laughs> Just rewind. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, I mean, any closing thoughts to our listeners before we wrap up? No, just thank you guys so much for listening, for sending us messages, for all your love letters. Again, we can't stress how much it means to us to hear that feedback from you and to you know, it, it just gives us kind of a guiding light in how we go about making the content that we put out. So thank you for being a part of that and for really lifting up this space, for sharing it with your friends and your family and whoever else you think can benefit from hearing these conversations and virtually, you know, meeting all the guests that we have on the show. So if you feel compelled to share anything with us, again, you can text us, you can email us, or you can invite yourself to be interviewed on the show. That's <laughs> yes. always still an option in case we don't talk about that enough. Right, right. So those invitations are all open to you to collaborate with us in whatever way you feel compelled to. Yep. And uh, remember, if you want to get a hold of us, you can check out the show notes of this episode or visit our website, tfawproject.com. That's tfaw as in the Filipino American woman project.com. All right. Wow. I almost don't want this to end, but you know, all good things have to come to an end. So again, Nani, thank you for co-hosting as always. It's always a pleasure to have these conversations with you. And I feel like I'm just kind of just like, I'm like dragging it out right now, but I will close (laughs) it up. So anyway, thank you, Nani. Thank you, Jen. (laughs) And uh, summarize that. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone remember to be safe for Thanksgiving. And again, we just want to remind you that you can reach out to us. I know that this isn't always an easy time for people who maybe don't have family to celebrate with. So we just want to remind you that we're here for you and you can text us 415-484-8329 or email us or find us on social media. Everything is on our website. All right. We love you all and have a great weekend. And we look forward to chatting with you all again in the next episode. So tune in next time. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.